Welcome, my friend, to the happy you. My name is Joe Bakmutsky, and this show is about healing from trauma to live a happier, more fulfilled, and more purposeful life. And here, you know, today I'm sharing the things that I'm learning on my journey from healing from trauma, especially as it relates to feelings of shame, guilt, because sometimes that comes up for us, and 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 I know it's made my life incredibly miserable. So I want to share some thoughts with you around that, but in the hope that it serves you and supports you to where you are today. I want to start as I always do with a with a kind of quick poem that I wrote for you about this very subject. It's called "We Can Let Go of Shame to Be Seen as You Are." Maybe some call it shame, but for us, it's the truth and the life that we claim to break free of the struggle, the hurt, and the past, to delight in this moment, happy, joyous, we must to be kind, fair and giving, to lift up and hold true what you do for your friends that you must do for you. For compassion is pathway to heal. Thank you for being here, my friend. I honor you. Let's get into today's episode. Why is it that trauma and shame and guilt and negative feelings, they go together? Why is that? Why is it that that people like you and I who suffer through things, who've been through difficult times, or might still be living with things that are changing our lives every single day, why is it that we get to experience those feelings of guilt and shame and and just feeling overwhelmed and like nothing's going right for us, feeling with struggle every single day. It's tough sometimes, my friend. And yet we know deep inside that we deserve to feel better, that we deserve to move towards healing, to have a greater sense of just connection to our true self, to let that out, to be happier, to feel like we live a happier life, a life that is filled with more joy and hope and and connectedness and feeling like we deserve, we want to have more of that, isn't it? That's what you deserve, my friend. After everything that you have been through, and listen, I don't know you, but I know that you're here because you or someone you love, you've been through things. And I'm here to honor your journey, to honor where you've been, to where you're at right now and where you want to be in your life. I'm here to support you and to champion you 
on your journey of healing from whatever you've been through, you know, because maybe you don't think of your experiences traumatic or but however you wish to define it those challenges those inevitable obstacles of life where they have an impact on us sometimes a profound impact and the more that we can do to help ourselves heal whether that's you know getting help whether that's you know, from friends from colleagues whether that's you know, from counseling, for whatever way that is, from being here, you know, listening to me, listening to other survivors, connecting with them, whatever is going to help you and support you and help move you along, it is 100% worth it. Because no one, and I will repeat, no one is more invested in your happiness in your well-being and your way of life, then you are yourself. So I champion you for being here, for, for watching this, for listening to different perspectives, right? And that's what I want to share with you today, something that I've been learning on my healing journey in the hope that it serves you. Yeah. You know, full disclaimer, I'm not a medical practitioner or of any kind, but... I'm a person who's been through things like you. And so today I want to share just a few very simple things that might support you in your journey of moving away from negative feelings of shame, guilt, and other difficult emotions. I'm going to share some simple things, something that I call kind of C3T, something that kind of helps me to think about it today. And it's just really a few very simple ideas, just these four simple things I'm going to share with you today. But first of all, I want to talk to why I believe that we experience shame, guilt, other negative, difficult emotions that just come up and make life difficult. Because it's, it's so unfair, isn't it? That we get to experience it, even though sometimes... When like the perpetrators might be unpunished, or sometimes it's it's circumstances, and we are not at fault for what's happened, and yet we are the ones who deal with the fallout of that. Well, I'm here to tell you, my friend, that I believe that so much of that those negative feelings they come from the fact that we've been hurt, and that part of you that's been hurt. We're trying to, to protect it, to build walls around it, to isolate it. But we also, in a way, I think sometimes don't let it come out. We don't let it process. We don't let ourselves to heal. And so by keeping that, that part of us locked away somewhere because it's painful, because it's difficult, because it's tough. We are missing that sense of feeling more whole and more complete. We're missing that integration with all the different 
facets of you, the different parts that make you who you are, the different parts of you who, who speak to different experiences that you've had, to different struggles that you've had, to different hopes that you have, different ambitions, different dreams, different ways to cope. And when we allow ourselves to feel more whole, and we work towards it, I'm not suggesting in any way that it's simple, but it's allowing that part to come out so much more and be part of who you really are daily. For me, I really experienced it, you know, not so long ago by connecting with someone who went to a very similar experience to what I did, a childhood um, sexual abuse survivor, and they taught me so much about it being okay to want to heal, to open that part up at least a little bit. And I felt that part just come back online. Just started to feel the things that I've even refused to acknowledge for so many years. I'm, and I'm still on that journey, so I'm not suggesting that it's easy. But even beginning, taking that first step on, the, on those journey was absolutely transformative for me because it made me realize what I've been feeling and the impact that it's had on my life. And that's what's so important. And it helped me to, to start to at least let go of some of that negativity, some of that shame, some of that struggle and guilt that I've had over it. Because I realized what the impact it was having on my life all of these years. Those things made it so difficult for me. I wanted to connect with people. I wanted to, I, I wanted to fall in love, but it made me so difficult because a part of me was frozen and numb. For so many years of my life, I... When I was a teenager, I couldn't, I couldn't have sex. I was afraid of being alone and miserable for the rest of my life. I put up with really just crappy relationships that I should never have allowed myself to be part of. Um, I had zero expectations or good positive expectations. Uh, I suffered a lot of through panic attacks and anxiety to a point where sometimes I would just get so locked up I couldn't even breathe. I'd have to get you know, medical help to help me to breathe sometimes. So I've experienced a lot of that. And even connecting that to the experience of, of, of you know, going through sexual abuse as a child... Even that in itself has been eye-opening for me. I know it's, it's like to me it sounds like of course now it's so obvious, but I didn't even really connect in a way many of those things that seem so obvious and probably should have been obvious for me all these years. And the shame that I've had from you know having someone walk away from what could have been a relationship or walking away from just having met someone and feeling like I can't even be a man and have sex, even when I'm 
bonito. Um, it's been so hurtful. And I remember myself just lying in bed, naked, just covered in shame. I felt like I was worthless, like I was, I was just nobody. And what helped me was, I'm going to talk about this now. What helped me was this, C3T. I'm going to talk about these four simple things that have made a tremendous difference in my life, on my healing journey. And all of them I'm still doing or trying to practice every single day. And I think if we can get even a little bit of, of each of those for ourselves, I think that can make an incredible difference to our life beyond trauma. And the first one is compassion. And of course, being compassionate towards other people is absolutely key. But so often we go through difficult circumstances and we forget to be understanding and kind and compassionate to yourself. Sometimes you forget to do that, to acknowledge your feelings, your experiences. Some of them maybe have gone unfelt, buried deep in the body that have caused us to feel struggle and pain and suffering. Please, find some way to acknowledge the incredible resilience that you've demonstrated to be here, to be alive, to survive. You're a survivor, my friend. You're a survivor. You're here. You're here with us. And that means that you want to move towards hope, towards dreams, towards leading a life, what you deserve, towards feeling more happy in your life. And we got to acknowledge the journey you've been on. I know what helps me is, used to help me a great deal, was looking myself in the mirror every day. I would stand, especially those times when I felt, you know, so just awful inside. I would stand in front of a full-body mirror. I was at the point where I couldn't look myself in the mirror. Like, literally, I couldn't look. It's not some pretty way of describing things. I literally couldn't look myself in the mirror. I just, I couldn't stand myself. It just didn't feel right. And so every day I would stand in front of this mirror, naked. <laughs> so I wanted to see my body. I knew that I had to be more accepting, somehow compassionate towards myself, which I wasn't. And I would say, you're beautiful. You're sexy. You deserve to be loved. To give love. And be loved in return. It was difficult because I didn't feel those things. I didn't feel myself deserving or beautiful or sexy. <laughs> You know, I didn't feel any of that. But I was trying to find a way to be more compassionate to where I am, 
to try to teach myself and encourage myself to feel more of that. So how can you do that to you? What are some of the things that you say to yourself when you look yourself in the mirror? Or maybe when you're on a walk? Or maybe when you are going somewhere? You know, if you have a chance to reflect about it, maybe write in your journal or a diary of how much you have endured. How you try, trying your best to live the life that you can, which sometimes is tough, is a struggle, and sometimes you feel like everything's going against you, but yet you're here, you're being a good person. You're supporting people around you. You're doing what's, what's right, what's necessary for yourself, for people you care about, for the world. You, you, you're looking forward with hope. So please, my friend, please reflect on where you're at and the incredible person that you are deep on the inside. Be more compassionate towards you. If you can journal about it, if you can think about that, if you say to yourself nice things, I know we've, we've got so many sometimes difficult things, but if we say more of those nice things to yourself in the mirror and genuinely mean it, I think they can make, I mean, if, if that makes you feel just a 5% better, how good is that, right? How good is that? So that's first thing, compassion. Second is creativity. You know, so often in life when they're going through a difficult time, we don't really get the opportunity to express your true authentic self fully, to let it come out, to let you be you. Like, you know, I, I, was, I was feeling so exhausted in the last week and I took the time to just take a day off and just spend time with, with family and took time to just, just writing down some ideas and dreaming and allowing myself to dream again, to like get excited about stuff, to things that you know, I'm probably not capable of doing, I won't achieve for a long time, you know, like with my play and, and making it really what I want it to be and con connecting with, with people who might go and see it and be touched by it, that give them hope and you know, open them up to great things towards healing. So I've got these these great ideas and writing that play and I want to you know bring together a, a true community of survivors of those who go through trauma. And by the way, if, if any of that resonates with you, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email at you know Joe at power to be happy dot com. That's J-O-E at power to be happy dot com. And that creativity means a lot to me. And sometimes creativity is just, you know, I'm not suggesting that you have to be writing books or plays or whatever. I don't know what creative means for you, but I'd love for you to decide what's the one thing that you can be creative in. You know, something that, that makes you feel creative. You know, for me, sometimes being creative is putting a new twist on a dish that I'm making for lunch or for dinner. 
God, it makes me feel like, oh, cool, I just, I'm throwing stuff together. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go. But it makes me feel good. Like, what is that for you? But what, maybe, maybe you've been busy in life and you've been just trying to stay on top of things. And maybe you didn't get a chance to do the things, more of the things that you love, that make you feel creative, that makes you feel like you're doing something that's fun. Or maybe there's something you, maybe you always wanted to try but you haven't got around to lately? Like for me, it's been like, you know, um, years ago, I've, I've wanted to try playwriting. So I signed up for this, you know, short course on how to write 10-minute plays. And I loved it because I met new friends. I, uh, you know, I was doing cool new work. We were putting these nights in a the theater where there would be, you know, three or four or five of these you know, 10-minute plays and you're working with actors and, you know, and all this sort of stuff. And there's people in the audience. It was so much fun. I loved it. And it helped me to feel creative. What does creative mean for you? Maybe for you it's renovating the kitchen. Maybe it's gutting. Like my wife, like she loves gutting. She goes out and that's an incredible way for her to, to get out negative emotion to feel like she's doing something to it like she's planted something in some other place i don't even know what, the, what all that looks like because it's, it's all different world to me but she loves it what is it for you my friend what will allow you one thing that you could do to feel more creative something that you could do more of in your life maybe just you know half an hour a week for you not for anyone else. Maybe other people people will feel it's stupid or boring or uninteresting, but it means something to you. Or you could try. One thing you can do or try to make you feel more creative. Hope you can do that for you, my friend. Third simple idea is connectedness. I think it's so vital for us to experience that depth of connection with someone or with people in our lives, whether that's your family, whether that's your partner, whether that's your kids, whether that's a friend, whether that's someone you work with, whether that's someone in your community. I don't know what there is for you, but that connectedness, I think it comes from just simple things like spending more time together or acknowledging someone giving them credit for something, showing you appreciate them. Because isn't it true that so many of us don't feel appreciated or loved? Even if you may be, and sometimes you know they're intellectual, but how often does someone just, you know, ring you up or and just say, you know what? Listen, I, I, I just love having you in my life. I just want to say, you're just, you're a great person and I, and you mean the world to me. Or some, when you get a text where someone says, listen, I, I know you're going through a lot, just be to say, I'm thinking of you. You know, those little things make us feel more appreciated, make us feel more loved. And they make the other person feel good, but they also make you feel good because you've done something for you, positive, because you're not only doing it for them, you're really doing it for you. And helps us to feel the greater depth of connection. So I'm not talking about some life-changing thing, but is there one person in your life, 
that you can acknowledge, that you can show gratitude or love or appreciation or respect towards just one simple thing. Maybe send them an email or text or let them know because people care about that so much. It makes such a difference. I've noticed it with some of the people I've done in my life and I've just really responded to it. It made me feel better as well. So hope there's something like that. I'd like to challenge you one person today that you can just email or text or call and just show show you care in whatever way that means for you. Last big idea, and that is the T in C3T. Because we already talked about compassion. We talked about creativity. We talked about connectedness. I really believe that another part of healing that would help us with feelings of shame, guilt, worry, inadequacy. Those negative feelings that come up, one thing that can help us, I think is therapy. And it's something that I've turned away from for most of my life, but having started it recently, I've started recently doing EMDR, I think that's, I'm not suggesting that's something that works for other people, I'm just thinking it was the right thing for me at the time, and finding the right person who I really connected with and hugely respect was really helping me through it, the right professional, made a huge difference for me. And I'd love for you to consider whether your experience with therapy has served you, whether if you have someone fantastic that really is supporting you, or maybe you've had in the past a not-so-great experience, or maybe you've never done it in your life. All I'm saying is, having that be a consideration. I know for me, from the conversation I had with... um, the person who's been through um, significant trauma, they kind of opened this idea to therapy. I didn't really connect with it at the time because I wasn't ready. But I started to think about it. And for a couple of months, until I was ready to try it out, I've done the research over that time, thought about it. And that's all I'm asking you to do. It's just consider whether this is something that could help you along, something that you want to research around, talk to people, get, a, get opinions, so that you can decide whether this, this maybe a different approach you want to try, or maybe you want to find a different person, or whatever what might work for you. I think it's so important to consider therapy as something that might help you heal. Um, you don't have to go through it, but I think it might really serve you. So just a consideration. Um, but I know it's making a difference in my life right now. So I think from that perspective, it's definitely worth it. But I want to tell you, my friend, that I hope with these simple ideas, with C3T, can help us to feel more away from some of those difficult feelings that you don't want to have in your life as much. We want to move away from shame and guilt. We want to do more of things that help you feel compassion for the person that you are today. We want us to find 
way to be more to feel more creative whatever way that means for you and but compassion maybe for you it's journaling maybe it's what you say to yourself in the mirror maybe it's reflecting on the past for creative finding one way that will help you to feel that you're expressing something that is fun for you or or exciting or just cool whatever that is for you finding that and then finding greater depth of connectedness but Finding one person that you can you know, thank or acknowledge in your life. Because make them feel better. Makes you feel better as well. And that's, I think, some of the simple ideas that I have for you, my friend, today. And of course, considering therapy as something that a different approach, something that might really serve you. Because our science is coming a long, long way. And there's all sorts of things that uh, all those different approaches are more embodied or relational or, you know, that help us to get those things out of ourselves, to neutralize difficult memories, to process have new ways of thinking about our experience that help us to heal and move forward. Because you, my friend, you deserve to be happy after everything that you have been through my friend you are enough you deserve to feel such a great level of happiness of joy and presence of connectedness and, and feeling light in your life to see greater clarity in everything that you do to show up to your best, whatever that is for you today, I'll not be judgmental. We're all different. Sometimes, you know, it's it's just getting through the day. But holding on to hope, holding on to hope, no matter how crazy or messy life gets sometimes and the difficulties that we experience sometimes. Holding on to hope that things can and do change for the better. My name is Joe Bakmutsky. I'm the author of Finding Hope in Times of Uncertainty, a guide to thriving in a challenging world of today. And I'm also a coach, help people, helping people figure out what's really right for them right now how to get there faster. And I believe that we are all capable of so much more than we think in our ability to give our best. To give our best in just our life and our communities and our work. To grow towards our hopes, towards our dreams, towards our desires our incredible capacity to heal and move away from negative emotions and feelings and experiences that are serving us today. Here for you, my friend, I want to honor your feelings, where you're at, where you're going. My name is Joe Bakmutsky. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, my friend. I want to deeply honor your life 
your story and where you are today. And it's my hope that this show, it it serves you in some way because I believe that we are all just capable of so much more than we think sometimes. And, and, And this incredible potential of what we are capable of and leading a life that you're proud of, that you're excited by, what I tell myself, so tell my loved ones, that's what I'm here just sharing this, this with you, right? And I have this vision. I have this vision for bringing together survivors. Survivors of trauma, of difficult experience, of difficult circumstance. Whether that's going through sexual abuse, domestic violence, living with illness, going through war. Bring together people who've been through it or are living through difficult times, their loved ones, so we can come together to give, give our best in our lives, in, in, with our loved ones, in our communities, in our work, to grow, to grow towards our dreams, towards our hopes, towards our desires, and to heal, to heal from difficulties and struggle, and making sense of what's right for you today. That's why I'm here. That's why I wrote my book, Finding Hope in Times of Uncertainty, a guide to thriving in the challenging world of today. And if this vision, just if it speaks to you in some way, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you if you could email me at joe at powertobehappy.com. That's J-O-E at powertobehappy.com. Whatever you want to say, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. Please let me know what you think. And thank you again so much for being here today. I'll speak to you next time.